Welcome to Wholesome Health for You podcast, where I'm bringing holistic health and traditional living to anyone that's listening. I'm Julia Dolgorova, your host, and this is episode 25. Welcome to anyone that's new here, and welcome back to you guys who have listened before. So, I usually start the episodes off by just updating you guys about how my week has been going, and like, just stuff that's happened in the past week. So here we go. Um, In terms of school, I think I talked about in a previous episode that I changed classes, so now I have ceramics, global relations, and forensics. And so in ceramics, we're starting to learn how to use the pottery wheel, and it's actually really fun. It's kind of hard, um, but it's still fun. Like, I thought it was going to be easier than it actually is, because, like, it's actually pretty hard to, like, center the clay on the pottery wheel and, like, to have the strength to do it, because... You have to be pretty strong to do it. But yeah, that's been really fun. And then in global relations, global relations is kind of like a current events type of class where we learn about like things that are happening in the world. And I had my first test in that class and it went well. The only thing is, um, I thought it was going to be on paper, but it was on computer, which kind of sucks because I don't like taking tests on the computer. I much rather like doing it on paper, but can't really do anything about that and then in forensics so forensic sciences is like crime scene science and so we were sketching crime scenes so we had to measure like all of the objects in the crime scene and where they're located and stuff and then just sketch it on paper and that was fun and then this past weekend um our family friends came over their well their family came over to our house and that was fun because we got to like talk and just it was just casual we just had dinner together and then also we booked um our vacation for the summer which we're going to one of the finger lakes that's in new york it's like lake george but um a different one i'm not sure if i talked about that also i'm recording down here in the basement and my kitten lucy is here and she is just jumping on stuff so if you hear like bangs and crashes that's her just causing ruckus in the background but anyways Yeah, we booked the vacation, and I'm really excited. We're going to be there for a week, and I just love going to the lake so much. I grew up going there, and it's just, it's so fun. And then today, my brother, Andre, he went back to his base because he finished ranger school, and he came home for a week. He came home um, two Fridays ago. So not this past Friday, but the one before that, I think. And he just left today, and it was kind of sad because I hate when he has to go back Uh, His base is in North Carolina, and we're in Pennsylvania, so he drove all the way back there. It was like nine hours, I think. And then my other brother, he's in the Marines. His name is Nikita, and he's, his base is in Hawaii, so he's just living his best life in Hawaii, but he actually doesn't really like it there because um, he says that he doesn't like that it's always the same weather all the time, and that it's just always humid and warm and... (laughs) He likes cold weather, and also uh, he goes fishing there because he loves to go fishing. So he goes and he rents a boat for the day, and he goes fishing, but he doesn't like um, ocean fishing. He likes freshwater fishing more, so he says that he's excited to come back home, but he has another year there, so that's kind of annoying, but it's okay. He's going to come visit us soon, I think. And then in terms of work, so my job... um, Lucy, jeez. I don't know what she just did. My job in terms of like my out of home job is um, at a farm. So I work at a place called Barefoot Botanicals, 
or Blue Stem Botanicals, they kind of had to change their name because the company uh, Barefoot Wines, I think it's just called Barefoot Wines, they tried to like copyright the word barefoot. So now Barefoot Botanicals can't be called Barefoot Botanicals, which is I think is so stupid because we're just a small business and this huge corporation, wine corporation company tried to sue us because we have the word barefoot in our company name. But anyways, it's an herbal farm and we grow herbs and we make tinctures and stuff and we um, make syrups and uh, different bitters and stuff, just basically everything out of herbs and we grow everything there. It's a big farm. And Lucy is trying to climb across my computer now, okay. Recently she's been just debuting in all of my all of my things that I've been doing for social media. She tries to get in all of my Instagram stories and now she she wants to podcast with me. Okay, Luce, I'm going to need you to scooch over, hun. Come here. Come here. She's in a plastic bag. <laughs> cats are crazy, you guys. In case in case you guys don't have cats, um just know that they're absolutely insane. You would think that they're calm and they just lay around. No. No, Lucy is not that kind of cat. She is just really chaotic. Anyways, I was talking about the farm. So, right now it's February. February 12th, to be exact, is the day I'm recording this. But at the farm, there's right now there's not really much to do because it's a little bit too early to be starting seeds because we grow, like, herbal plants and stuff, and it's a little bit too early for that. And we're not harvest anything, obviously. There's not really anything to make or do. So I've been going to the farm and just helping to clean to prepare for the summer and the spring. And that's really all I've been doing. I've only been coming to work once a week, which is kind of annoying because I usually go three times a week because I love my job so much. It's so much fun, like making stuff in the kitchen, making syrups, making tinctures, bottling things. And then in the summer when we're planting and we're harvesting and like, it's such an amazing experience. And I love it so, so much. But right now it's just slow. But I guess this is just like the time of recharging and re-energizing for that crazy burst of energy and people that's going to be at the farm during the spring and the summer. So I'm excited for for what's to come in the warmer months. And then also I have, so I think I, I told you guys about my internship before for GAPS. So GAPS is uh, gut and psychology syndrome and the GAPS diet is a nutritional protocol. It's basically built around um or it's based around building a healthy gut and a healthy immune system through our diet and through lifestyle changes through supplementation and stuff like that okay lucy's in the bag again one second i'll be right back you guys okay i'm back i had to kick lucy out of the out of the basement because she was just being bad <laughs> but anyways um gaps is a nutritional protocol that is based around building a healthy gut and a healthy immune system through our diets and through lifestyle changes and supplementation and all that type of stuff. Well, we're starting to build the GAPS Youth Movement. It's a new project that's in its beginning stages of being developed, and I was asked to be the head of it. So the goal of the movement is to create a worldwide network of basically like young people, ages like probably 10 to 28, who connect virtually or locally to learn about and to implement the GAPS lifestyle while having support from their peers especially in a time when many young people are struggling with health challenges, mental and physical, this platform will help our youth move from young adulthood to adulthood with a strong foundation of 
health by simply making better food choices. So if you know someone, or if you or someone you know is in this age group, um, Dr. Natasha and the GAPS team would like to invite you to sign up for the GAPS mailing list to receive project updates. So if you go to gaps.me and you just scroll to the bottom of the page, you can find the post where you can input your information to subscribe to our mailing list and you'll receive updates about the GAPS youth movement as we develop and build this community. And I'm so excited to be developing this and to have the opportunity to be the head of it. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. And now Lucy is meowing because she wants to get back in. <laughs> she has just been such a hassle recently, but I love her a lot. She's just crazy. Okay, um, last update is recently I became an ambassador for Q Sciences, which the last episode, or no, two episodes ago, I did um, stuff about supplementation and I basically just talked about all the products that Q Sciences has. Um, so I could refer you guys back to it, but every episode I'm going to be doing a little small segment about Q Sciences so that I could just update you guys, teach you more about it, and stuff like that. So we sell supplements, terpene elixirs, liquid collagens, protein powders, pre-workouts, mushroom blends, and a lot more. Uh, the products that I personally have right now are the Q Greens and Q Reform liquid collagen. But just today I ordered um, the Q Biotics, so those are probiotics. And their products are pretty cool. They're formulated extremely well with a lot of attention and care. And like, there's nothing on the market like these products. For for example, their liquid collagen. So it has five different types of collagen in it, which is insane. Usually powdered collagens only have one type of collagen, maybe two, very rarely two. So our collagen has five types of collagens in it. And it's liquid so it's much better absorbed into your body and it actually helps you you don't just pee it out which is very common for collagens and different supplement supplements is their diuretics and you just pee them out and you don't actually absorb everything but our products you actually absorb so that's pretty amazing so you can become a preferred customer it's only ten dollars a year which is incredible um you get to know about sales um earlier um, and you get special sales, you get 25% off your orders, you can set up subscriptions and get reward points, and then you could get free shipping for the products that you get in your subscription, which is pretty cool. Only for $10 a year, it's pretty amazing. I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can go check it out. Um, and then on Instagram, I share a lot about the products that I use from Q Sciences on Instagram, as well as Instagram stories and stuff. So, um, you guys can check that out. My Instagram is Wholesome Health for You Podcast. The link will also be in the show notes. Um, I also share stuff about like sourdough and recipes for different things and my homesteading adventures and stuff like that. Okay, enough of that. Let's get into the actual info for this week's episode. So, I think basically a lot of people nowadays know that sugar is bad for us. But if someone asks them, like, why is it bad for you? Not many people know how to answer that. And personally, I didn't know how to answer that for a while either. I knew that sugar was bad, but I didn't know how to explain exactly why it was bad. So we're going to talk about why sugar is bad for us. Um, things like white sugar, artificial sweeteners, and high fructose corn syrup. And what it, what, like, what it does to our bodies, the effects of it on our bodies. And then at the end, I'll talk about some alternative options for sugar. 
And also, just a side note, instead of saying high fructose corn syrup every time, I'm just going to say HFCS. So whenever I say HFCS, just know that it's high fructose corn syrup. Or I'm just going to say corn syrup because it's kind of hard to say high fructose corn syrup every single time. So starting off, why is white sugar bad for us? So sugar is actually the number one drug in America. Well, in the world, sugar, which is pretty crazy. Um, sugar fuels the bad bacteria in our bodies, um, while fermented foods like um, sauerkraut, mm, kimchi, uh, kombucha, sourdough, all those things are fermented foods. Fermented foods fuel our good bacteria, while sugar fuels the bad bacteria. Sugar reverses good effects of good probiotics, and it actually does harmful things to our bodies. We do need good sugar. Good sugar is needed to feed yeasts and bacteria in our digestive tract. The same way kombucha needs sugar to be active and sourdough starter needs wild yeast to be active. So yes, there are good and bad sugars because sugar feeds microbes that we want to have a lot of, but also sometimes the ones that we don't want. So to keep the good bacteria high and the bad bacteria low, we need to find a balance of the sugar in our system. So white sugar makes bad yeasts, like candida yeast. It makes it overgrow. And also parasites feed off of white sugar in our system. So eating a lot of white sugar will feed the parasites and you'll have more of them and they'll be bigger, which is not good. Um, so we feel sick after eating too many sweets. Um, that's pretty common. But the reason is because our bacteria fighting white blood cells pause for at least five hours after eating white sugar and they don't work the same meaning they can't do their job and we feel sluggish. Our white blood cells aren't doing their job. They don't have the ability to because sugar is pausing it. White sugar also creates insulin resistance and that weakens our immune systems. And in general, it crushes our immune system immediately after consumption. So as soon as you eat white sugar, it's gonna have a lot of effects on you. It's gonna be doing a lot of things to your body even if you don't feel it immediately. And the more sugar we eat, the more inflamed we get, our immune system weakens, making us susceptible to more diseases and illnesses, and on and on it goes. So it's pretty terrible. And blood sugar levels jump high and then they crash. So mood swings and fatigue um, are the result of that. It kind of also mutes the part of our brain that tells us to stop eating. So we keep eating and we become obese and get type 2 diabetes. That's why it's so common in America for people to be, di or to be obese and have diabetes because that white sugar is just turning off that part of our brain that's telling us to stop eating. It's the part of the, our brain that tells us that we're full, that we don't want to eat anymore, and that sugar is stopping that. So we keep eating and keep eating and keep eating and we keep eating the sugar that's building fat, and it's pretty terrible. But not all sugars are the same, as I said. Some sugars are feeding the good bacteria in our body, and then bad sugars like white sugar is making us obese. So white sugar makes your blood sugar levels extremely high, but maple syrup does not. And studies have shown that maple syrup can actually prevent type 2 diabetes while white sugar causes it. Plus, high glucose levels from white sugars deteriorate. De deteriorate. <laughs> That's a really hard word to say quickly. White sugar deteriorates our blood vessels and it could cause heart disease. So those are all the terrible things that white sugar does to our bodies. But for those of you who don't know, I'll tell you how white sugar is made. So first it's think of the whole plant, right? So a whole sugar cane 
or a sugar beet. Just think of it, the whole thing, right? That's how it is in nature. There's a balanced amount of vitamins, minerals, fiber, phytochemicals, sugar, and carbohydrates. Like any other plant in the form of sucrose, everything is balanced. Well, factories and people, they take the plant and refine it by stripping away all of those natural elements except for the sugar. Then they bleach it and they chemically remove all the good stuff to leave us with the terrible byproduct, white sugar, which means we take the sucrose, we ruin the balance by removing the important parts of the sugar cane, and that's why refined sugar is bad for us. It's not balanced anymore. Our bodies are not using it properly. When sugar or sucrose is in its whole form, it's a food for our body. It breaks down slowly, and it's providing lots of those minerals, um and such in addition to providing energy for our bodies but when you isolate the sugar from the whole plant and its elements sugar is a drug meaning blood sugar hormones neurotransmitters are all out of whack it's pretty crazy but then there's also artificial sweeteners often um things that say diet or you know that type of stuff like diet soda or just soda in general or candies and sweets they have artificial sweeteners as i said earlier White sugar makes part of our brain get that hit of dopamine, and we just want to keep eating more. Well, artificial sweeteners don't have the ability to reach those parts of the brain, so our brain doesn't get that same rewarded feeling. And what's the result of that? We eat even more just to get that rewarded feeling from our food, meaning more artificially sweetened food. For example, you don't drink diet soda and you don't feel satisfied, so you eat another sweet thing, like a cake or a cookie, so you keep eating, you keep drinking diet soda, and you gain weight and become obese and get type 2 diabetes. Then they mess up our microbiome in our gut, and the artificial sweeteners enhance the bacteria in our guts that turn fat food into fat. And the good bacteria becomes very low, while bad bacteria feeds and it continues to grow. Our home hormones become affected, Hormones that help you feel full and control your blood sugar become confused. So we keep eating and gaining weight and that can all lead to diabetes again. And lastly, before we get into alternative sweeteners, why is high fructose corn syrup bad? So high, high fructose corn syrup heightens the fructose levels and the liver can't break down all the sugars and turn them into energy um, like it's supposed to do. Rather, it turns into fat. And you also don't get that energy you need and you crash and you feel sluggish and weighed down. So you don't get the energy to exercise and move. And that's why people gain weight. And you know the rest of the story. Weakened immune system, more susceptible to attracting diseases, continued weight gain leading to obesity, low energy, diabetes comes next, and so on and so forth until ultimately death, unfortunately. Very high inflammation, so muscles around your heart become severely inflamed from corn syrup and heart disease begins and faster aging, not only of the skin, but of the organs. So your organs uh, begin to age very quickly. Even gout disease is caused by inflammation from high fructose corn syrup. And gout can cause the amputation of limbs. That is terrible. And this corn syrup can even cause tumors to grow at quicker rates, lowering the life expectancy of a person that has a tumor. So let's just make it a promise here on the podcast that we will not consume white sugar or artificial sweeteners and no high fructose corn syrup. It's going to be our pact. We're not going to eat those three things. We're not going to eat foods that have those three things. We're not going to eat processed foods that have those three things because we want to live 
healthy and nourished lives. We want to nourish our bodies so that we can live for a long time and enjoy our lives. But what can we use and eat instead of these sugars? Well, after all, we all want sweeteners at certain times, or we all want sweetness at certain times, like baked goods, desserts, anything along those lines. So here are my favorite alternatives for bad sugar. I use different things for different recipes. So these are all my healthy um, sweetener sweetener thingies. First is honey, of course. Um, it has a lot of health benefits, but um, you also have to keep in mind that with high heat, those benefits disappear. So baking and putting it in hot tea will remove those benefits. It's just going to make it sweet. Um, it's liquidy, right? So it won't work for all recipes because um, it'll kind of throw off the balance of the recipe. And also it has a distinct flavor, a flavor that sometimes you don't want in your baked goods. Um, but honey is an option um, for sweetening stuff. Next is maple syrup. So it has a lighter flavor, so it's easier to use if you just want to have some sweetness, but not a change um, in flavor. But again, it's a liquid, and it's actually more liquidy than honey, so the proportions of your recipe will need to be adjusted. Um, also, I guess a problem could be expense-wise. High-quality maple syrup could be expensive. Um, there's also maple sugar, which is just dehydrated maple syrup. But that is also pretty pricey. I've never tried it before, but I know a few people who love it. It's just, I just think it's kind of pricey. And then my personal favorite is dehydrated whole cane sugar or sucanant, panela, rapadura. They're different names. They're just, um, it's the same thing. They're just different names from different countries. Every country has a different name for it. But basically, um, so I explained how sugar was made, right? They separate all the minerals from the sucrose and then they bleach the sucrose and chemically extract things from it. Basically, that's how white sugar is made. Well, how dehydrated whole cane sugar is made is it's literally just the juice and the sugar cane dehydrated and grinded into a powder. That's literally it. Um, and they're the same like crystals of sugar. They are kind of like a light brown, beigey type of color, but it's just dehydrated whole cane sugar. That's it. Like, there's nothing extracted from it. There's nothing added to it. Um, the molasses in, is intact, so it does have a bit of that molassesy flavor, but it's not very strong. So when sugar is refined, um, molasses is removed from it, leaving you with white sugar. Brown sugar that is used in baking is just white sugar plus some molasses but it's not whole cane sugar. Don't confuse brown sugar with whole cane sugar. They're completely two different things. Um, it's still chemically separated and then combined again. It's not pure. Um, molasses are those vitamins and minerals and such that are removed during refining, but of course it's chemically removed. So molasses a lot of the times is not clean. Um, dehydrated whole cane sugar naturally has the molasses in it because we're not separating anything. So it's just the dehydrated juice of a sugar cane. Nothing added, nothing taken away, just dehydrated juice from a sugar cane. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. Um, make good choices in your food. Look at the ingredient labels. Although there's many ingredients that aren't listed, at least we can uh, look at the ones that are. I would say um, eat as many nourishing foods as you can, foods that will actually benefit your body. Don't eat processed foods because there's no such thing as a healthy processed food. You will not find that. If it's processed, already it's not good. If it has a package that has, you know, 
little things on it, little labels that say, you know, this is fat-free, this is diet. Like, no, 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 no. We do not want that. We don't want anything processed. Just try to make as much of your own food. Find good sources of food. Um, buy your food from good places, from farmer's markets and stuff. So, yeah, that's going to be it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you raid your pantries and get rid of white sugar, artificial sweeteners, and high fructose corn syrup. Or anything that contains those three things. <laughs> I'll link um, the dehydrated whole cane sugar that I've been buying for the past two years in the description. I'll also link um, my Instagram and then my Q Sciences link so you guys can use those as much as you want. And yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode. Um, next week, I think I'm going to do a book talk. So stay tuned. I think I'm going to do them like about once a month. Um, but yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you come back next week. Listen again. Okay, bye guys.